Hey guys, I'm Brad. I'm Lisa. And welcome to Unrunned to Pursuit. We just want to invite you guys into real unedited conversations about real life topics that affect your marriage. Yeah, guys, we are passionate about training and equipping marriages to succeed through God. Hey guys, welcome back to season six. Mm-hmm. So excited you could join us. This is actually going to be our last episode for season six. Yeah, for the summer, right? Yeah, for the summer. We're going to take a little a little time off mm-hmm. in the summer. Hopefully, what? take that time to develop some curriculum. Because we've been... Yeah. We've been delving into this, like trying to figure out exactly how to get it all squared away, which requires us, you know, having the time to do that. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> which is basically what we've been lacking. It's <clears throat> just the time. time. Yeah. But uh, we do want to start off today's episode with, just like we always do, with a review from one of you. Um, this one is from Harper Zoo. It says, I've been listening to you guys for months as I walk this journey in my life. This podcast has been a lifeline for me as I navigate this situation. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really awesome. We love uh, that. You know, I I often think about whether or not if we had a resource mm-hmm. like, you know, like us. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and I know that we talk about this often because we did not do. So we just many talked things, about right? it today, yeah. Yeah, and we, I know that there were were resources that were available to us, and we just didn't mm-hmm. didn't really know how to find that, look yeah. for it, and I think when you're in that place so many times too in crisis in your marriage, you kind of just think you're the only one going through that, and that no one else, yeah, is going to understand. I know. So anyways, I'm super grateful that we can bring some hope to people in that situation. Are no. you going to fall asleep on us? <clears throat> no. Okay. Why? I mean, you've yawned twice. Is I it start just, yawning. Is it me who's boring you? <laughs> no, I yawn. <laughs> like, I'm not tired. I just all of a sudden get, like, yawning. The problem is... is it's just, uh, there's, it's, there's a... There's science behind this. Science. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> No, because I've—I mean, even when I was playing sports, like I yawned a lot before games. I'm gonna have to look look this up. The problem is, is when you yawn, I want to yawn. I have high empathy. That's why. Is that what it is? Now that we're talking about yawning, all I want to do is yawn. (laughs) But I'm not tired. Somebody who's listening, like, well, now I'm exhausted and I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. On your way to work, you're done. Our topic should wake you up if anyone is listening. I thought you were talking to me. I was like. Okay. <laughs> no, we've only done one other episode on this topic, and that was like season two. Well, no, maybe. we we did one then, and then we also have done one about sexually reconnecting. Um, I think it was episode eighty nine. Really, specifically after. In clearly, you know how much I follow. What we? Well, I mean, you were here with me. <laughs> Oh, wow. Sometimes it is funny, you guys, because it's like aspects, you know, you start to, to, they bleed into each other, you know, like, like our episodes, we know we've touched on them somewhere, but we're not sure where we brought up little pieces of something somewhere and haven't done a whole episode. Oh, I mean, also, I don't listen to our episodes. Everybody knows that. We've had a whole thing on that. (laughs) And so like, we'll be coaching someone and they're like, you know, Brad, it's kind of like what you said. And then they say something I'm like. That was pretty good. <laughs> Brad's like, oh, right, Ooh, you right. said that. Was that me? 
<laughs> I'm just messing. <laughs> no. You crack me up. Mm-hmm. No, we do want to take, and I think what actually sparked this is we had actually just done a random repost of this Jordan Peterson video that just. Remix. Remix. See, I know. Like lingo. Stop. It's the lingo. Stop. Okay. I know it. I know it. <laughs> no, we did this remix. I'm sure a lot of you listening have heard it, seen it, because this is one of our like most. Yeah, know, just such a crazy thing. Thing, but it was, it was well. Actually, it was his daughter interviewing him. Yeah, Jordan Peterson, and said, uh, "What makes a great marriage? What makes marriage worth it? What makes marriage worth it?" I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Wild sex." Was and then he went in, and then he goes into the full explanation. But of course, everyone loses it in a good way when yeah. he says that, right? So, but and and it's you know clearly he he's doing this in this aspect of you know kind of a. You know, embarrass his daughter and, you know, but also like he does address this topic and I've heard him do a little marriage series that Mm. that was really good. But I think what sparked us wanting to have a, an actual episode (laughs) talking about this is actually some of the comments. Yes. And, and also just some of the DMS that you guys have sent us to. And this is a topic that comes up a lot in our coaching as well Mm. as people are trying to, you know, navigate what a healthy sex life looks like. Yeah. And, you know, this is an important part of your marriage. It's very important. Meant to be an important part. Yeah. And if it's a broken part of your marriage, it really does bleed into a lot of other areas Mm -hmm. too. Absolutely. So I think what kind of, I don't know if it shocked me and I don't know if it really shocked you, some of the comments as far as how people correlate marriage with boredom. Oh, yeah. And like that uh, you won't. You are not having good sex if you're having married sex. Yeah. Well, it, it did shock me. A lot of the comments shocked me, but it shouldn't have shocked me because of the world today. Yeah. I mean, it really, right? It really shouldn't have shocked me. But marriage is always, or I'm generally speaking, right? So there's people <laughs> out there that are like, don't say always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> marriage is usually portrayed in everything we see as boring, as ball and chain, as you know like obligation beforehand yeah as obligation as you know you're now you're tied down now you can't go do things now you know all these mm-hmm. things don't have kids because then that's that's it you know yeah. and it's just it's a fallacy really mm-hmm. but that, that's how it's portrayed yeah you know with everything yeah and i think it's like interesting because he talked about wild sex but then he talked about then the necessity for intimacy and that being even 90 minutes of intimate conversation yeah and how you know he doesn't get into it all in that little clip but how that does actually lead to greater yeah. intimacy in every area but one of the comments was like I man i haven't had uh 90, 90 minutes. minutes of intimate time for 15 years yeah and it's and but then what's he say after like it keeps but here going, we are but here says, we are yeah so i looked at that comment and i was like sad exactly because he's like i don't it's almost between bragging and not bragging right mm-hmm. but he's like i mean i know what he's saying but look we're still here mm-hmm. and we haven't had 90 minutes of intimate intimate time yeah you know in 15 years now he could have totally been mishearing what he was saying as far as like because intimacy is not just sex yeah i would say however he defined it it was sad every any way he defined it was sad for sure um 
But if you're not having intimacy, like even what do we do when we have time? We're on the couch. What do we do? Yeah, you. I'm asking a question. Well, you always scare me when you ask questions. It's an easy question. You're there. (laughs) You're there. It's not rated R. You're literally there. I always am over there with you. We we rock vid angel. Yep. Shameless plug. Yep. Get it. So we rock vid angel. You're yeah. You set up a pillow, and I sit up on the couch, and I rub your hair while we watch TV. Little little side note tip for any of the husbands listening. Listen, these moments are foreplay. Like yeah. when you are are not a hundred percent of the time. No, I'm saying like, yeah. but they it, it, like doing those things yeah, consistently, yeah. It, not for the expectation that it leads anywhere. Yeah, but it's the consistent like connection mm-hmm. with your spouse, intentional connection that does lead. It to is to me that's life. intimacy. Yes, intentional connection with your spouse. Yes, so it could be laughing. It could be, you know commute just talking yeah it could be sitting there watching a movie it could be sitting there watching your favorite tv show yeah whatever it is but it's that intentional time with just you two Mm -hmm. not the little monkeys running around not you know cell phone time not you Mm -hmm. know just you two chilling and yes you could be watching tv it doesn't have to be this monster like all right, it's eight o'clock. It's time for intimacy. Time you know. for the serious conversations. Well, not serious, <laughs> just time for intimacy. Yeah, but I'm saying right? people get that in their yeah. head, like that that has to be so serious. And a lot of times, like no. for me, like you rubbing my hair at at when we do get a chance to just mm-hmm. like be for an hour before we go to bed is like it's such a beautiful way of you loving me in that moment because I know it's like definitely easier for you to just like not do anything and zone out, but you intentionally love me in that moment. Mm -hmm. And you also know, like it, like that relaxes me. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, it's this idea too of knowing and learning and loving your spouse in ways that they love to be loved. Of course, You know that that really is something like, Honestly, I'll, I'll sit there forever. If you rubbing my hair, I'm just like, okay. Like, I mean, I'm, she falls I'm asleep saying. a lot of the time, too. <laughs> Negative. I yes. used to. Not anymore. You fall just recently. You've fallen asleep. <laughs> don't what call me used out. to. I used to fall asleep. I don't anymore. Unless you do. Not 100%. often anymore. But it's intimate time. It's just time just with us. Yeah. And, and but we can also be together. Driving somewhere with just us, we're just having normal conversation. Like to me, that is. So that's how I define intimate time, right? The connection, the, you know, all those things that just, you're constantly connecting with each other. And if you're, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that's a good idea. What you just said right now, right there is Mm -hmm. to figure out how you define that and then ask yourself that question. You have everything you do, you have to define Mm -hmm. or else you're never going to be on the same page Yeah, because you might define something totally different than the way I define it. And I'm not saying your definition of intimacy is the same as mine, but the more we connect, the better everything else is. If you're not connecting on any level, whether it be just laughing or intimate, like more serious talks, more emotional talks or learning about each other more and more, then I guarantee you your sex life is suffering. Mm -hmm. I guarantee it. Yeah. I will go... Like, yeah, for and sure. And if you're not aware of it, I would say that's... So I think sometimes 
that's also a danger zone if you're just thinking like, eh, like everything's always like it's fine and you're not making any intentional intentional connection somewhere. And then you're just kind of like flippant about your sex life, too. It's like, you know, take a good hard look, because I do think sometimes, you know, the reality is, is that we can get so like comfortable in Mm -hmm. just a routine that we just take all of it for granted. And, you know, you end up not living a sex life as God designed it to be, which is to be like beautiful and bring connection yeah. and, and give you intimacy in every area and oneness. And so I just think it's that reality of making sure that you also take a good hard look. Mm-hmm. Like, is this what it's, it can be or should be, Yeah, you know, is this pleasing my spouse is, am I, am I meeting his or her needs? Am I loving them throughout the day? Am I communicating throughout the day are we asking questions like it's so crazy because i was just thinking more and more on this and i think it now it's becoming more of an open topic but it's still a little bit taboo yeah you know except in culture not in culture in the world no like talk about sex all day talk about whatever Mm -hmm. right it all it's but it's interesting because that is a culture so open about it so the church is so closed about it kind of deal right like cultures made it perverted you know hateful in in a lot of cases like violent in some case you know all these things they've portrayed flippant, flippant right just mm-hmm. all these things and it's so in the open and a lot of churches not all the churches i think it's becoming more of an open topic because people are realizing the the gravity of it yeah well people are defining themselves by their sexuality now yeah and I mean, so i mean but it's just so so churches are coming out more and more and more and we're not getting into that piece of it, but you know, I'm just talking about mm-hmm. man and wife, you know, yeah. husband and wife married, but it's just churches are coming out more with it, but I think it's been quiet for so long that even as a husband and wife, it's weird to talk about it. Yeah. Even to talk about, like we always say, don't have unhealthy expectations or unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. because in a marriage you should have expectations you should you should you know in every aspect of your life there should be some level of expectations as long as they're healthy mm-hmm. and realistic yeah. right um and so like even in this area like you should have an expectation of your spouse and it should be celebrated and it should be this awesome thing but you can't have that unless you talk about it Yeah. And if you don't feel like you can have the conversations and then, or if you can't just feel safe in your sexual relationship, Mm -hmm. right? If it's like, okay, I, you know, you're wondering like if someone's struggling with pornography, Mm -hmm. then the spouse is sitting there going like, well, what's wrong with me? Why am I not good enough? And, you know, like all these aspects that can taint Mm -hmm. our sex lives. And that's why we're so wanting to have the conversation around God's design for it because it's not boring. Mm -mm. It's meant to be such a beautiful aspect of connection and oneness and bringing you guys together. And we want that for you. Yeah. Like we really want that for every couple. And I just want to make sure that I address this as a couple who has walked through pornography and infidelity and brokenness. We are here to tell you that our sex life is better Mm -hmm. than I think, I mean, I'm speaking for myself than I ever imagined it could be. And 
especially after the brokenness that we walked through. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think like people also need to recognize that even if there's brokenness, even if there's scars and pain and shame, Mm -hmm. that you can still have a beautiful God designed sex life in your future. Yep. And it's awesome. All right, we're done. Because I liked what you just said. Right <laughs> now. Feels good. No, it's but so you need to talk about it with your spouse, and it's so hard. It is a hard subject. It's a hard subject for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Not on this, but like on an intimate level of us mm-hmm. talking, right? And just I don't know, whatever. Like just talking about it because it's very vulnerable. It is. It really is. And then. Because the world has perverted so much or because we've walked through what we've walked through and 90% of people we talk to have walked through some level of what we walk through, then you feel like you can't say anything because then you feel like, well, what are they thinking if I say something? Right. If I say that I like this, what are they thinking when I say that? If mm-hmm. I say that I want to do this, what do they think? You know, all these things. And so it, it's, it's, it's so interesting when you take a step back. And you look at how the enemy works in all aspects of your life because because you perverted it. Now you can't even, and everything's reconciled. Now you can't even bring up things because you're afraid of triggers and you're afraid of, well, why? Mm. Right? Like, why am I bringing that up? Is that because that's something that I'm, that I enjoy with my wife or is that something that I think that I may have fantasized about or that I did before, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's And for really, both sides of the coin, that's the reality of, of thoughts that you have to navigate. So since you brought yeah. that up, oh gosh, what do you think are ways that people can navigate through stuff like that? Because even if mm-hmm. a couple has not experienced specifically infidelity, the reality yeah. is, is that most people are walking into a marriage relationship and there has been a lot of baggage that they're taking with them. <gasps> You know, they, they've previously, most people have adopted Mm -hmm. kind of the world's view of sexuality before marriage, right. Or have done things outside of God's design for marriage, which is a husband and wife in a marriage. That's his design. And so a lot of people have a lot of scars. Mm -hmm. So how do they navigate that? How are they able to have like the healthy conversations or talk about like things like, I think I would enjoy doing this or can we try this? Or what does that look like? Like, what's your advice? Hmm. A wise one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, wow. Well, I would say this is an interesting question. So, it depends on how far removed from. Mm, that's a good point. From whatever it was, mm-hmm. right? So if we're talking about crisis, like how far removed from infidelity slash porn, right? And when I say infidelity slash porn, both are infidelity, but I'm talking about physical infidelity and then digital mm-hmm. infidelity, right? So how far removed from that are you? And mm-hmm. that's what depends on what I answer. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not asking you to give me like, oh, well, they're so far removed because yeah. <clears throat> it could be shorter removed from for some people, depending on how healthy and how well they've navigated reconciliation right. and where they both are mentally. Where the repentance is. And yeah, all that. So it could be short. I'm not going to give a time frame, mm-hmm. but it does definitely depend on how far removed. So 
if you're not that far removed, however that looks like health wise, <clears throat> excuse me, health wise or, or healing wise or time wise, mm-hmm. I would say if anything <laughs> is introduced in that aspect, it has to come from the non, you know, or the betrayed, right. Or the, mm-hmm. the spouse that didn't do right. anything. Right. So whether that's the wife or the husband, it has to, it would have to come from that side. In my opinion, this yeah. is only my opinion. Mm-hmm. Then after, you know, you're building this and walking this road and, and, you know, really foundationally in God's design for your life, mm-hmm. right. Individually and together and in your bedroom and everywhere. Right. doesn't just have to be a bedroom, but you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, but all that, then I think that once all that's taking place now, you, as you're learning each other again and exploring each other again, now both people can start being like, Hey, you know what? I really like it when you do this or, Hey, let's try this or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I think at that point, then yes, then, then it can come from the and opposite side. I like how how you're saying that. And I think that might be one way to kind of encourage and navigate through some of the, the healing is that like, I love it when you do this thing, yeah. you know, and breathing life mm-hmm. over your spouse on both sides, I think is really important because I think from the betrayed side, you definitely end up just feeling like questioning your everything, everything, everything and question everything. And it's, you know, we talked to so many couples and I talked to so many women where, you know, I would, I felt confident before this, but I don't feel confident anymore. And, or I don't feel beautiful anymore, or I don't, you know, feel like I'm enough Mm -hmm. when it comes to sexually pleasing my spouse. And so, and those are lies all that the enemy wants you to just stay in. But I do think there's that aspect of just, you know, you're loving your spouse almost however it is that they're able to love you in mm. that moment. And I know that that's, I don't know if that's the right wording, but just, you know, you're, you are, you're rebuilding something. Yeah. And so specifically in that time period, I think you're right. It's like. It takes time too. Yeah, so and like, you have to be tender. And, absolutely. And so tender and so navigating just. And you're both healing ultimately. Oh, yeah. And navigating so many aspects because man, oh, I just talked about it a few weeks ago where I was like, I don't know what my deal is. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden all this stuff is popping up. Not that I'm, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. It's just the shame side coming of it. back. Right. And that affected our sex life big time. Mm-hmm. And then you could see how it just like a domino effect you know, as this starts affecting it, then this starts, and then you question yourself, and you don't feel good enough, then your insecurities are coming back, and then you're worried about your spouse's insecurities, and all these things that happen. So those things happened at the beginning mm-hmm. of reconciling for us. Mm-hmm. When we started being intimate and started having sex again, like those things happened, mm-hmm. questioning everything, everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and it sucks because it's like the bit, it's the elephant in the room that no one wants to talk about Yeah, when you're in there, right? You don't, you're like, I'm not saying a word mm-hmm. like we're, we, we're doing this and that's like, I, I don't know what to say, mm-hmm. you know, and the other, and the, both spouses are feeling the same way. Yeah. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. It's so healthy to start 
you know, yeah. and, starts. And it's interesting because there's a lot of couples that experience an increased sex life after yeah. they, there's infidelity or betrayal. And, you know, this, you know, almost like that's the easy part of the connection for them again. Yeah. You know, because they're just so craving connection. They're so craving. And just to... I just wanted to address that a little bit because I mm. think people feel guilty if that is the case, like no. they should struggle more in an area. Mm. And no, I mean, I think like there's a reality of, of, of healing and yeah. when I would say my caution would always be that you don't want to use and or feel used by your spouse. Absolutely. not. And so if that is something, or if your spouse is actively stepping outside of the marriage mm -hmm. like there's also some people who try to win back their spouse by yeah and sexual. i don't know if that's the and i would I caution mean, against that yeah. as far as like you do end up feeling used and you do become this you know you you feel guilty for something that yeah. you yourself are not really doing wrong yeah, i don't you know i i wouldn't even caution against that. i'd say don't do that even though that sounds we, but, but you're exactly you're using yourself yeah like you really are and I, I don't think there's anything healthy that comes from that at all it's interesting though what you said is like some couples have you know more frequent sex in that time and i think that i don't remember where we were i, I really don't but i remember that i didn't have and I, it's going to be totally different for you but for me i had a little bit of issues like mentally like oh man you know I don't know what to do. Like, I, I don't want her thinking anything, but at the same time it was what I'm getting at is it almost seemed easier at that time. And then as we grew and, and like, you know, the trimming of the trees, right? Like my detoxing and as I'm growing and, and being sanctified, mm -hmm. right. And, and, and doing all that, I think there was a, another time period where it was a little tougher. Mm -hmm. because, and it's almost like it, it, to me, I look at it as this grace that God puts on us where, Hey, that is, I don't know if it's the most important thing. I'm not going to say that or, or I don't. So that is the hundred percent oneness. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's, it's that. And so like after this crisis and after all that, it was like, this is needed mm -hmm. now. You know, and it's needed throughout your whole marriage, but this is needed now almost like, you know, like we're one again, we're mm -hmm. one again, we're one again. And then as you grow, for, at least for me, from what I can remember, as we're growing, then there was, you know, okay, we've con you know, conquered this. Now we're going through this. Now we're going to have to kind of conquer it again mm -hmm. and grow in it again. And then it's kind of like ebbing and flowing like that. And, but it just keeps getting better and better every time so almost as i'm talking about it it's almost like when you're working out and you know i can i can you know bench the bar right? i first started i bench i'm struggling with that then i don't struggle with that anymore but then i need to put more weight on so i can improve yeah then i i struggle you know and then as you grow you put more and more weight on and you get better mm -hmm. at doing that not that this is practice but if you understand my analogy yeah absolutely of i'm getting stronger the whole time and I'm, I'm, it gets better and better the whole time. And there might be little things that we bring up or, or I don't know if I want to say struggle with, but that probably, right. Some things that we struggle with, maybe communication or whatever it is, but then we get past that 
And then there's going to be something else that we need to learn and grow on. Yeah, we and get talk past about that. We're like just continually moving layers forward. of healing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's exactly what this is, where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, okay, you decided to reconcile. Divorce is off the table. You're both seeking Jesus. Like, get in the bedroom. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I know that sounds so weird. Brad 316. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, get in the bedroom, right? Like, conquer that space again Mm -hmm. and if it's frequent great if it's not great whatever it is but conquer that space again like like we need this yeah we talk a lot about taking back the ground that enemy has stolen and Mm -hmm. keeping that perspective of you know in any area of your life knowing that you are taking background and and that that's powerful and including in your sex life and i think it's also an area and we've talked about that god wants to be a part of yeah and it's it's meant to bring him glory. And pray he, about it. Yeah, pray about it. Like it's okay, you know. And we understand <laughs> this can feel like an awkward moment to pray, <laughs> or if you get to pray well, inside in, in your head well, at first. But also, like you could just pray about it in general. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like, all right, it's almost time. Like let me, I'm going to start praying. But I do think like, sometimes specifically you can. can yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. But also like. You can just pray about it. Yes. That could be something that you pray about. Absolutely. You, you should. You should. You should want an amazing sex life with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Like you should want that. Not pressure. No. Not pressure to have that, but you should just want that. And I'll tell yeah. you like, man, just, I mean, I can't think of like specifically recently, you know, but there's times where it's like, Wow. Just like, not like falling in love all over again, but just this, like you almost see it differently. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, man, like how amazing, how awesome, you know? And it, it's 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 a neat place to be in. Don't really you think is. it's like so interesting how God designed your sex life that the longer that you spend with someone, it's designed to be more beautiful, yeah. more intimate. You know someone in a, on a greater and yeah. deeper level, you feel uh, that connection and that safety mm-hmm. with them. And this, once you have that history, once you have that, you know, you've done life with this yep. person, you've, you know, potentially raised ch- children yeah. with, with this person, you know, you have gone through the hard times, the good times, mm-hmm. the sickness and health. But what's beautiful about it, and there's this correlation of just like as we walk with Christ. Yep. The deeper our relationship should get with him. The 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 mm. longing of our heart is for him, for the yeah. things of him. It never gets boring. Never. No. Like your it marriage should never get boring. Your sex life should never get boring within your marriage. And your walk with Christ should never get boring. Like nothing just because it's not new. Yeah. It just should continue growing. It's so true. I was gonna ask you to to because I don't have the comments in front of me. Mm-hmm. I think there was another one where he drops. He drops uh, the S bomb. I don't want to cuss on you. We're okay. not explicit. <laughs> well, that was in the in the uh, ninety. Was minutes. that the ninety minute mm-hmm. one? Okay, there was another not good one. Um, well, I did love, and I wanted to point out that there were people who were like, "Oh, there was a eighteen ton- years. Yes. Keep the fire going with each other. Yeah, thirty three years going strong. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just, I do think that that is a beautiful picture of that stuff too. But there was, but another- it says, if you like having sex, marriage is not for you. That one, that one, fired me up, and I don't comment 
<laughs> I don't like, I mean, because it's like, okay, do we want to get in an, you know, a social media argument? Right. Right. Where it leads to nothing. It's mm-hmm. just literally, it could be just someone trolling, seeing who would comment. Right. Or it could be someone coming from hurt like that. All those comments, even the 90 minute one, all that, like I see it now. I didn't used to see it this way. I used to just get fired up about it. <laughs> I used to just want to be like, oh, really? Like, say that to my face and just start getting like crazy. (laughs) But I think the Lord really worked on me on this, you know, and I I see those from a place of hurt now, Mm -hmm. even though that person might not ever admit it. Like it's a hundred place. It's a hundred percent a place from hurt. But hearing that, okay, two things. One, you were having sex outside of marriage before you got married. You're having sex. Like with how many different people, who knows, whatever. So you're already perverting God's design for your marriage. So then you're saying monogamy, one person that I choose to marry, that now it's become boring. Mm -hmm. And not just boring, but it's probably become mundane because in your marriage, if you are married, in your marriage, you weren't intentionally seeking each other out. You weren't putting God first. You weren't... um, communicating period Mm -hmm. forget like intimate communication just communicate Mm -hmm. you're probably just like roommates yeah that every now and then got to have sex like that is probably what was going on i'm just assuming Mm -hmm. but hearing that statement to me that's what i see in that whole statement like wow before i was married i just go out like have sex with whoever and it was great it was fantastic Well, this brings me up to a good question, and I think that it correlates into this, is that do you think that the reason a lot of people struggle in their sex life, in their, you know, in their marriage, really, is that we've made sex self-seeking? Absolutely. Yeah. Is that you want me to expound on that? I do. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's absolutely true. It is. uh, And again, it's perversion of of the world you know, the view of sex. Right. Mm -hmm. But it is, it, it, so it's, it's weird. It's a weird area, right. To talk about self-seeking and all, because it's like, Hey, I desire to have sex with you. I know it feels good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it's going to feel good for me. And so, but that's not the reason, right. You know, it's because I want to love on you. Mm -hmm. Like I want to, you know, do all those things. Like I want you to feel good too. Mm -hmm. Like I want to express this love, yeah, right. That you can't express any other way. And so, yeah, it, it, the perversion prior to, right. It's, and even there I sat in that too, where it was like, you know, the, the, the stereotypical, like macho, you know, what you think a dude should be, in the world a worldly dude should be and how popular you can become and what you can do and how many people like you and all those things and it is it's like oh well i could just go pick up a chick and take her home and it's Mm -hmm. such i even hate saying that Mm -hmm. but that's the way it is Mm -hmm. and it is totally self-seeking it's like wow they're hot right because this is both sides of the street right it's it's women and men Mm -hmm. but it's like they're hot i want to take that that person home tonight. Mm -hmm. Like I want that for me, Mm -hmm. right? I don't want coffee in the morning. I don't want a relationship. I don't want anything besides right now. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. 
And so it is, it's a hundred percent self-seeking. And so you hear those comments like that and it's like, man, the, the arrogance Mm. of that comment too. It's just so arrogant. It's like, wow, you just, you chose one to probably get married. Right. And, and now you're, you're not putting the effort in and maybe your spouse isn't putting the effort in. It's, you know, could be both ways, whatever it is. But now you're sitting there and you're like, yeah, no, he's wrong. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, you don't get to have wild sex when you're married. That's only when you're not married. Mm-hmm. And that's the dumbest thing in the world. One, you shouldn't be having sex just around, mm-hmm. right? Everywhere. <laughs> it should be in the confines of your marriage. And then in your marriage. Isn't that funny how they say confine, even like how it's like, like you're you're confining, like it almost sounds like a negative. Oh, I don't term. think of it as negative. I'm just saying, like if you if, like, yeah. I think of it as like a wall protection yes. around your. And marriage. I think that's what yeah. I wanted to make sure that we address. But I do want to flip the script on the the self seeking thing because mm, I think there's two go. sides of the coin. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Um, I think that so, and this is. <laughs> This is on both sides of a marriage, but so I think there's the self-seeking on just like, I'm, I want what I want. And Mm. I think that it starts, um, you know, well before marriages and it bleeds over. Um, and we're just inherently selfish people. Like that's the reality. But then there's also the reality of, I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. And that is also self-seeking. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, there aren't seasons and there isn't sickness and there isn't children and there isn't tiredness. I'm not saying any of that, but there does come this reality of like, you guys have to meet each other. Yeah. You know? And so if you're on the side of the things where it's like, I never seek my spouse. I always make my spouse feel Mm -hmm. like, I guess I will do this or like they are, or it's a reward or a reward. Yeah. Either one of those things yeah. are not healthy. Um, if you are treating your spouse like they can get the leftovers of your life or day mm-hmm. of your capacity, like it, it is leaving an opportunity for the enemy to come in. And I think it's like the reason why I think about this and is because of the fact that even you know, I don't know if you ever remember saying this to me. So it's, it's always funny when I <laughs> bring stuff up when Brad doesn't remember, but, um, I think I potentially have mentioned this since then, but one of the things that you mentioned when we were in this season of like walking through divorce was that you told me you never wanted me. And, and it was not something that I ever, I, I realized like none of this stuff was, was me owning the behavior or mm-hmm. owning any of that kind of stuff, but it did cause me to really look at just the way that I approached our sex life. And it wasn't that I was the person who, you know, denied or any of those things, but like my pursuit of you, was I pursuing you? And honestly, I think it gave me such a unique perspective is the fact that all of that, even as I recognized it was being taken away from me. Mm. Like, even as I recognized, like, okay, and yes, I had all the excuses. I had three young kids. Like, for sure, my body, my hormones, all of those things were awry. Mm. (laughs) But it was this reality of almost, like, 
this aspect of my life, like recognizing that like, I wasn't going to have sex again unless I remarried or, mm. you know, I didn't know what that was going to look like. I, you know, we were on the road to completely being divorced and it was like, man, like, yeah, did I pursue my spouse? Did I make him feel wanted? Like mm. really, truly. And I think that that was an area that I didn't overtly, you know, like blatantly do, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't think of it that way and I wasn't trying to come off that way. But when I really took time to evaluate, I recognized it was an area that I needed to grow in because I wanted that to be a healthy yeah. space. I wanted you to pursue me mm-hmm. and I want to pursue you. And so I do think like this spouse oriented idea of your sex life this doesn't mean that okay i'm always the one meeting the person i'm always Mm -hmm. the one giving i'm always but like if you both have the the idea of i want to love my spouse i want to pursue my spouse i want them to feel wanted by me Mm -hmm. and yeah it may not always be in like the actual physical act of sex Mm -hmm. right (laughs) but what you're doing all day every day does speak something to your spouse Yeah, And, you know, so if you're self-oriented in the fact that you give yourself every excuse not to give yourself to your spouse, that's also Mm -hmm. not healthy and it's not God's design. I think it's almost like one of the questions or statements, comments, whatever it is on there. And it says that I think the lady was saying that uh, she... Or my husband would want could have sex every day, and I can go like months without it. Mm. Right? That was I don't think I don't think it was a comment. It was like some um, questions that we sent, you mm-hmm. know, for people to to send us some questions on it, or answers, whatever. And um, she asked, like, how do we how do we navigate that? Yeah. And you just have to communicate with that. Right. Because I do, I do think that there are different, um, drives, drives for sure. And I think that there's different seasons for different drives Mm -hmm. as well. Um, and, and I think that a lot of men will be like, oh yeah, I want, I want to have sex every day, every day. And I think it's like, I don't know if you really know what you're saying because like, Yes, maybe for a week that's how it is, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, life is hitting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I am, I'm, I'm liter- legitimately tired. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stressed out about X. I'm doing this, whatever it is, and all of a sudden it's like, well, well, I think I do, but I don't know if I do or not. I think I do, and then the other spouse is like, I can go months without it. Well, what else is going on? Because, because getting away from the self centeredness, it's like I want to give myself to you. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to know, like, hey, I love you every aspect of our lives. I love you. And the, you know, I could buy you a car. Well, I can't buy you a car. <laughs> I'd like to buy you, you a can, car. You can, but I'd be like, what did Take you just back. do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I could do all those things. But ultimately, like, the best gift that you can give each other as a married couple is each other. Mm-hmm. And it is the most vulnerable the most intimate, the most open, the most, like it's the most of everything and it should be. And, and, and everything's been perverted on it. So like if your spouse, if one spouse is like, I can go, I want to do it every day. And the other spouse is like, Ooh, that sounds exhausting. Mm -hmm. 
talk to each other about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, schedule it. We, yeah, we did, we, we did some coaching with some people and we talked about that and it was like, Hey, I know this sounds so, um, unromantic, mm-hmm. right? Cause we have to romanticize everything. Like everything has to be romanticized, mm-hmm. right? It's so unromantic to be like, Hey, you know, a Thursday, <laughs> we're having sex, <laughs> right? Like put it on the calendar, reoccur it. Our phones remind us like this is what we're doing Thursday, but it's actually very healthy. And it's, you know, cause I, I was like, I was the same way. I was in the unromantic side of it. I'm like, really like schedule sex? Like, uh. but if you are busy, if both of you are busy and you have a lot going on, then you know that that day is like, oh man, yeah, tonight. You know, it's like date night. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, I'm looking forward to date night. Um, you begin to like, okay, we're going to, you anticipate that. Yeah. You make sure that you, mm-hmm. you know, continue that flirtation. You, you woo each other mm-hmm. and we don't make time for what we don't make time for. No, you know? I, know, I mean, it's like, we'll schedule everything in our life, but time with our spouse or sex with our mm-hmm. spouse. And, and it's, it's something that you need to, and if you are struggling in this area, I'd say, you know, Take time to figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. And yes, your drive is going to change as you get older. And if there's health issues, all all of those things play into it. But there is that aspect of knowing that you guys do have to find that space with one another, that you both are feeling connected and intimate with one another. And whatever that looks like, figure it out. Mm -hmm. Don't ignore it until it becomes this like huge issue, huge issue. Absolutely. And, and pursue each other because it, this is the one area that as soon as it starts to degrade, it's hard to get back. And then the more that, that, you know, gap, gap gets larger and larger and larger then somewhere there's going to be someone that shows interest. And all of a sudden it's like, wow, they're actually you know, giving me attention. They actually liked the way I look. They yeah. commented on how my, nice my, you know, suit was or how nice my dress was, whatever it is. But it's like, wow, they're actually, they actually care about me on another level. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not getting that from home. Now, now going back, like kind of backtracking on that a little bit. I did hear this guy today or not today. I always say that. I don't know when it was. But he talked, it was so powerful because he's like, men today, he was specifically talking about men. Men today lack that grit and that commitment that used to be, right? Like a man today, well, I'm not getting the attention at home. So if someone else shows me attention, that's it. Mm. Like I'm going that way, right? You know, it's, it's that aspect of it where it's like, no, you should be a stable platform at your house. Yeah a pillar regardless regardless of what's going on hey if you're not if you guys have a horrible sex life then figure out how to fix it versus saying well i can get it somewhere else i can get it digitally Mm. i can step out and get it when you know at work i could get it when i travel but i'm not going to work on it to get it at home like i'm not going to figure out like how we can heal this at home i'm just going to be wishy-washy and flaky yeah and just step out on it and look i'm i did it mm-hmm. like i'm talking to myself too i did it but i'm just saying like you can't i mean ours was a little different because i don't 
I don't remember thinking, yeah. you know, that, oh, my sex life is horrible. So I'm walking out. Then, you right. know, so ours was different in that aspect of it for sure. But, you know, seeking the attention from someone else, getting something from someone else that you should be getting from your spouse and the excuse can't be, well, I'm not getting it at home, right? They don't care about me at home. They just mm -hmm. care that I'm, you know, bringing home money. They don't care about me at home. They just care if I wash the laundry and, and have food on the table. They don't really care about me. Then you can't go seeking it somewhere else. You got to say, hey, why don't this you care like about me? This seems like an issue. Like this is an issue. We need to sit down and talk about this because our sex life is, is suffering big time or it's non-existent. Mm -hmm. Our communication is near non-existent. You know, all these things like we're going down like this roommates. list. Yeah, we're basically roommates. Like we, we need to fix this mm -hmm. versus. And we're going to, we're going to do it. Yeah, it takes. Versus I'm going to turn my back on a spouse and walk away because I'm not getting what I should be getting or I'm not getting my needs met. Right. Like, oh, and I, yes, I hate, I hate that. that. Gosh, so much. Cause I'm like, calm down with your needs. Okay. <laughs> like I mean, nowhere in the vows. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Just FYI. Yeah. Like, I mean, anyway. <laughs> But I do think that that is the reality is, is people have the, the mentality that it's easier to walk away than it is mm -hmm. to fix what's, what's hurting or broken and truth. You take you with you. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever has been broken in the area that you're at, mm -hmm. you still take that with you. It yeah. doesn't disappear. You have to heal. You have to work on it. All of these things or the same issues arise, the yeah. same problems come up. No. And I love what you're saying is like change your perspective. Like mm -hmm. you can work on this. You can change. You can like, and through Christ, man, we'll, we'll mention yeah. that again. This is not through Christ. You don't just have behavior modification. You have true transformation. Absolutely. And you're not looking for just behavior modification and things. You want to see true mm. transformation. And there is a distinct difference. And so there's the recognition that that comes through Christ. but And that he wants something yeah. really beautiful for your sex life, for your marriage. And it's possible. To oh, it's it could be amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And it's like... And it, so I feel so many marriages are missing out. What yeah, I'm just and I was going to say like I'm excited for the fact that we know and there is such beauty in knowing like man we're going to be in this and discovering one another mm -hmm. and learning with one another and being there for the times when we're not doing great or we don't feel good about ourselves yeah. or you know we are struggling physically in some capacity like we're in it with each other yeah. like there's such beauty in that to know like. Uh, guess what? Gravity wins. <laughs> like, yeah. Gravity is going to win yeah. for all of us. Like there is a time and, and when we're going to look at ourselves and go, man, how did this happen? You know? <laughs> but we're in that with each other. Yeah. Like it's an honor to grow old with someone. Absolutely. It's an honor to have a lifetime with someone that, you know, at that time when we're old and wrinkled mm -hmm. and gravity has won and our sex drives are low. I yeah. still want to know that you're the person that yeah. I'm reaching across and we're holding hands and we're loving each other and connected because of the lifetime that we've spent pouring mm -hmm. into one another, staying connected. Absolutely. And that's intimacy. And mm -hmm. that's, that's a beautiful 
Like you have to look at your life like that tapestry, you know, like this isn't just about today. You know, you, you're moving towards something. And if you look at your sex life as just a flippant part Mm -mm. of your marriage, then, you know, you're failing yourself really. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, I'll be walking around at Kane. And I'll still smack with a cane, with a cane <laughs> okay. and I'll still smack your booty when we're out doing something. Yeah. <laughs> May have a more resounding effect. <laughs> but I, oh. I do, I, you know, I mean, I think every person can look at the old couple that is, you know, the, the older man is opening the door for his wife yeah. and, and they're, you know, still, you can see like this adoration mm-hmm. in a couple that has spent, 40, 60 years together. Yeah. That is such a, I mean, it's just such a beautiful picture of what love is. Love Mm -hmm. is not the random hookup you see in the movies. No. (laughs) It is not love. It's not what you aim for. Love is not the physical attributes that you're trying to have to be good enough for your spouse. Like that is not love. Mm-mm. Love serves. Love dies to self. Love honors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. love is a lifetime. Like just, you know, continue to look at it as an honor to learn your and love your spouse. Like I just think it's it is an honor. Absolutely. So there, there you have it. There's my rant. <clears throat> Listen, we always mm. get almost bummed when we are not doing our podcast over the summer. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, maybe we'll just hop on here at some off. point. Well, don't you said that last time. I know. We didn't do I know. It. We so don't. You're just trying to please people. It's true. You're like, Oh, let me, uh, me might get on. I was not. thinking that you and I what? probably need to still record some episodes during the summer. Maybe we could get ahead of the game for once. Oh, yeah. Am I also just saying yeah, that to listen, please myself? We probably are. 100% probably are. We don't batch. That's what it's called. Batching, yes. we don't do that. It's horrible that we don't. I know it so is horrible. <laughs> like that's the problem, guys. Life but comes up. I feel that a lot of times, like the topic is, it's like a weekly topic. Mm-hmm. We don't have a plan for the year. We don't have a spreadsheet up with like this. Is what we're going to talk about this. Is what we're talking about. We get asked all the time, what what topic you guys are going to talk about? It's like I don't know. Well, yet. we'll we're, see. Yeah, we're still like kind of <laughs> sifting through stuff and wondering. Um, but no, we are going to take a break for the summer, mm-hmm. which will be good. But we got to recharge. Keep reaching out to us. <clears throat> Reach out, catch up. Yes, write a review. Write a review. We hey, love right that. now, like I just want to like all the people that have written reviews because we beg people to write reviews. No, it's not. But we do remind people all the time because it does help with people finding this free resource. Yep. Of of our episodes, right? Mm-hmm. But we have so many reviews now that like we're not running out when mm-hmm. we do an episode, which is amazing. And yeah. I just want like that. I just wanted to keep that up. Yeah. And we just appreciate it. It like really does encourage us as we see yeah. your guys' stories, you know, mm-hmm. and just it's it's just really awesome. And, and we we're just yeah we really appreciate all of you guys that come along with us on this journey and from episode one from episode one uh yeah we really love y'all and we would appreciate your prayers over this summer as we just try to figure out what god has for us and then in this next season too so 
So what's the challenge? Challenge. More sex. Schedule some sexy business time? (laughs) Uh, I think... I think the challenge for me, and we talked about in the beginning, would be to ask your spouse to define what intimacy is for them and ask them the question, like, what helps you to feel most loved by me? Yes. Yeah. And and answer that question truthfully. So if it is something that's physical, Mm -hmm. then just say it. Yeah. Just say it. Like, you know what? This really makes me feel love when you do this. Yeah. And if it's something physical, that's okay. Just say it. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to have this like, well, when you sit with me and when hold my hand. When you gaze into my eyes. As the, as the sun rises. Like, we don't have to have this crazy <laughs> And if that's it, that's fine too, Yeah, guys. that's fine. You can steal it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> so freebie. <laughs> yeah. But no, say, say it very truthfully because the more open you are with all this communication, the better... It's going to be behind that closed door. Oh, there you go. Mm. Okay. See you in the fall.